If you enjoy Our Sinclair and want to support the show, please visit our page at patreon.com slash Our Sinclair. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Our Sinclair. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about... Thanatos. You didn't sing it like I thought you were going to. Thanatos. Yeah. How's that? Now, what did you say that's from? Um, saying it. Pull it off my... <laughs> Sorry. Ignore You're that. hopeless. I know. So, Xanadu, this is the, the biggest flop in cinematic history. What? Have you seen it? No, but isn't that isn't that sort of what everybody Not knows in it history. as? Are you kidding me? Oh, Waterworld and stuff's walking around. Really? Xanadu was awesome. Xanadu was a musical, right? Yeah. It's like a musical set in like ancient... Roller coaster. It had roller skates and stuff in a roller coaster. It had uh, uh, Olivia Newton-John, I believe, was in it. Mm. Yeah, and uh, it was good. I liked it. Had an animated section that was done by uh, uh, Don Bluth. I well, believe. what's the deal? You know, back in the back in the like eighties, it was it was fashionable to have an animated section in your movies. I feel like you know, it's funny you should mention that because I'm going to actually go into a movie that was animated that reminds me of this game. Mm. I'm big about that. I can't wait to hear. about yeah, it. Yeah, man, it's gonna be awesome. Do you have a favorite animated dragon or a real dragon? <laughs> what a question. <laughs> Um, a favorite animated dragon or real dragon? Well, there's Peach Dragon. Mm-hmm. There's the uh, dragon from Dragon's Lair. He's mm-hmm. pretty cool. You know his Singe. name? Singe. Yes. What was his name? Uh, you know, when you ask about animated dragons, I, just, it's, I have trouble thinking of some. So what do you know? Well, I, there's Bowser. Oh, yeah. is that a, He's a dragon? Well, he's sort of a turtle dragon. Well, yeah. He's more like Gamera. Protector of the children. Well, he's not a protector of the children. Well, I'm just saying, if you look at him, they clearly ripped off Gamera to make Bowser. Does Gamera have spikes on his shell? Yeah, I mean, sort of. Does he breathe fire? He, yeah, sometimes. I don't think you're thinking about the same Gamera I am. Yeah, yeah. I think we belong to a different church of Gamera worship. What Gamera do you talk about? Can he, Gamera spins Gamera around, spins and, around. And flames come out of those little holes? Right, but he doesn't breathe fire. Well, I mean, that's a sort flames of like, come out of the sort holes. of like breathing fire. Yeah. I like the song that the kids sing when Gamera comes Gamera, around. Gamera, Gamera, Gamera mm-hmm. is really neat. Gamera is full of meat. We all love you, Gamera. Exactly. Is that the one? Yeah, that's He's the one. He's full of meat. Yeah. That part always got me. <laughs> I thought it was kind of strange. You don't normally talk to about protectors of children in such <laughs> did, a way. Did my kid talk? My dad's full of meat. <laughs> Describe me to his friends. Your kids, the friends are going to leave very quickly. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always liked um, the dragon in uh, Beauty and the Beast. I think it was Beauty. No, not Beauty what? and the Beast. Uh, and by Beauty and the Beast, I mean a completely different movie. Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, do you remember the, the dragon that I gets don't. fought in Sleeping Beauty? That's a real dragon. You're talking about the uh, Disney classic? Yeah, that's I'm, a real frightening dragon. It's it's scary. Yeah. I, I don't like my dragons to be sort of bumbling fools. Like? Like, like Singe. He's not like, bumbling, oh, he's is he? He's pretty bumbling. Smog, or as uh, that guy's not animated. Oh well, yeah, he was. Yeah, he? I forgot about the with the uh, Sherlock Holmes voice. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, but uh, Peach Dragon, I, I don't believe know. Don Bluth also animated that. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that film. Good, How long has move. it been? They made a new one. You know, I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. That was an HBO standout back in the day when it was like when they just would bring movies directly to HBO when I was a kid. That mm. was Peach Dragon on there a lot. Yeah, that appealed to the kids. Before the uh, dirtier HBO fair would come on later in the evening. That's true. Um, the dragons in that we can't talk about. But we're not going to talk about those dragons or Pete's dragon. We're only here to talk about one dragon, 
and that's the one on Aaron's shirt right now, brought to us by the boss, the boss man, Paul Harrington. Thank you for your Spectrum shirts yes, again. Yes, I love it. Let's talk Thanatos, Aaron. Outstanding. So, Thanatos, released in December of 1986 at a original price of 10 pound, all right, 9 pound, okay. 99p. So, this was put out by Durrell Software. Now, we've actually talked about these guys uh, before uh, when we covered, uh, gosh, we've covered uh, that, it's funny, that, remember we were talking about that fat worm blows a spark? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of theirs. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, and uh, also they did the uh, the F1 game that we just right. played. They did, yeah, they did. They did a lot of games. They were, I guess they were a pretty big deal. On the they're old, they're on the fondly remembered as one of the best publishers in the biz. Yeah, yeah. And by the biz, I mean the industry. Is that, is that your insider talk? Mm-hmm. Uh, so now this was really the uh, this was the baby of Mike A. Richardson. Uh, Boat, where can you remember Mike Richardson from? We just Boy, recently covered him. One of the more generic names out there. Well, he did Turbo Spree. It was okay. his baby. So this guy's he's all over the place. And it's funny. I looked back on the history of of uh, uh, Durrell, and uh, uh, the the neat thing about it is is like. Uh, you could see, they literally that when when this outfit came together, uh, a guy just looked in the paper for some programmers and then they joined up. That's the way it was in the UK back in Isn't the day. Isn't that? I mean, I just love you that. Just had everybody everybody put a little newspaper ad in. They're like, hey, I can program on the specy. Sign I, me up. I read one guy answered the ad. He went to go talk to him and he came home with a computer. He's like, hey, I'm hired. <laughs> you know, and that's the way it should be. I love that. Um, but a couple of the big games that they released early on, uh, Richardson had a hand in, including a Turbo Esprit. Uh, another one that he worked on was Saboteur 3. Which I've heard Saboteur is a good game on yeah. the Spectrum. Another too. Harrier Attack, which is apparently like, sort of like a scramble or something. Mm-hmm. And then the one that got his foot in the door uh, was a Pitfall clone, if you will, called Jungle Trouble. Okay. So that's, that's the one that got him hired. So basically. many great games. You know, before we go on, Aaron. Yeah. We should ha- we should talk a little bit about what you've been up to in the lab this week. We can't let this pass. You're right. We can we can put this in now. So as you'll recall, boat burned up allegedly burned up the uh, the house specky that little number right there. So I felt bad, boat, because we don't now. You know, I like to have something. Mm-hmm. You know, and we had the house amiga, and that poor thing was beat to death. Yeah, that poor that poor sad thing. But it got we got it working. And so I thought, well, let's take a hand at this thing. So I took this thing to uh, the lab and went to work on it, popped the top on it, and uh, uh, it looked okay. It didn't look too bad. So I uh, touched up some solder. I replaced a cap. and Look at that. Look how well that fits right there on our screen. That's nice. And uh, then one thing I did was boat had both mocked my ability to repair on Discord this week. That's Only because you mocked my ability yeah, because to repair I, first. Yeah, but I have evidence of your inability. <laughs> both fire trap of car had taken the power supply for this thing and had... Uh, and it's I, a technique known as tape solder, Aaron. Listen, you've taken... They teach it overseas. You've taken half ass to an exciting new level. You've went one quarter impulse ass when you put that together. <laughs> so I re-soldered that thing, which I have a feeling that was a big chunk of the problem right there. And I also think some of the... I think this thing got so hot that some of the solder liquefied. Mm. So I touched up solder. Anyway, long story short, it's working. We, we're back in business. So we'll be able to actually play uh, some ZX, ZX games here on the show, I had to correct myself there, but I get murdered. Right. Uh, so I'm happy. To, I'm happy to have it back. Yeah, me it's too. It's funny though, because when, when this thing comes up, because I don't have the experience with it, you have. 
you really can't do anything. No. It just, it just sits on the screen. I'm mm -hmm. like, well, good you, enough. You can, you can type to your heart's content. Yeah, So, but I, I was happy. I, I, a special thanks to the Huck, who was uh, standing by my side as I staggered through this. Yeah. I, he, uh, he offered me some tips and stuff and some videos on what to look for and check voltages and stuff. So, bizarre. We got it. Good for us. Yeah. So, anyways, back to this here game. Um, this, uh, of course, you have to have the uh, bare minimum 48K to run this bad boy. Now, this one had, now get this, Boat. Uh, the credits in this also include Jane Richardson, which I assume is Mike's wife. Let's mm. go there. And then the composer was someone named Julian Breeze, which is a great name that for is. a composer, who worked on a game called Critical Mass and Sigma 7. Uh, this one, this game supports the old Kempston, mm -hmm. which that's that's that, what I use. That's dandy. Yep. Uh, and was also released on the Amstrad and the C64. Now I looked at the Amstrad version of this, and it was eerily similar. So I'm mm -hmm. guessing this was probably a straight port from Spectrum. I would say probably so. Uh, and so we're gonna go with that. So what is Thanatos? But well. It's one of these awesome games where you get to control a dragon. And very few times, there aren't a ton of these older games where you get to control a dragon and you feel like you're actually flying around a dragon. Oh yeah. There's a there's a shoot 'em up or you're flying a dragon. It's called Dragon Spirit. You ever played that? Mm-hmm. Eh, you know. It's yeah. not great. This game, you feel like you're the dragon. Mm hmm You punish suckers. You dive bomb losers. You lay waste to the countryside. You grab geeks and drop them on other geeks yeah, and then do. laugh mm -hmm. and occasionally you eat a witch mm -hmm. just for just to feel like you're a stud uh the first of all we get before we <laughs> get into this game we got to start with the actual uh brilliant dragon itself so the dragon in this is a big awesome looking amazingly detailed sort of uh you know graphic yeah i mean it's a it's a fully animated sprite and the size is, is... It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's not too big to work. No. But it's just big enough for right. you to feel like... This isn't like Sodan, where you constantly feel like you're, you're controlling oh, no, like this Sodan. mass of flesh. I yeah. mean, this thing is a live beast. So, the, Blue Dot, there's a, there's a story behind this boat, if I may. Okay. The, uh, you are, the dragon is called Thanatos the Destroyer. That's mm. you. That's the way it should be. So, you've got to rescue the sorceress Eros... Who was uh, taken prisoner by the by an evil lord of the underworld? Right. So, basically, the long story short, you've got to fly, get pick her up, then she gets on your back. Awesome. Oh yeah. That's the way you do it. I'll get to that in a minute. Then you've got to uh, basically go find her spell book, and then you've got to take her to the mystical cauldron where she can uh, so she can complete a spell, which Perform will her arts. basically make that clean up the world yeah right so we talked about the dragon i wasn't the dragon has i mean it's beautifully detailed mm. you've got the dragon claws he's got sort of the old turkey the goozle yep. gimmick down there the gizzard what do you is that what you call that no it's called the waddle you can see his tongue moving around mm -hmm. which is cool his tail is animated his tail i mean i'm talking about devil like a gimmick on the back there's multiple frames of animation on each one of these parts of the body how they were able to animate something like this so cleanly on the spectrum while the screen is scrolling by and there's other stuff going on it's a feat of of magnificence yeah now let's talk about eros the 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 chick that you pick up mm -hmm. okay she hops up on your back, and even she looks cool. Her hair's flapping mm -hmm. in the breeze. Right. 
Uh, she's holding on. I found out early on that if you're uh, wiggling around with your dragon, she could fall off. Did you ever have oh, that happen? Oh, no, I never had her fall oh, off. Oh, yeah. She could, I did accidentally destroy her a couple times. I'd burn pick her, her up and drop I'll her. Drop, burn her. You yeah. picked her up. Yeah, yeah I, her I up. didn't mean to. Uh, uh, but, she, but she looks cool. Uh, that's one that I mean, we're getting into one that I like with this game. You got you can screw up your own game. Yeah, you can drop her in the water. Mm -hmm. oh. she's gone. Mm -hmm. You can drop her to the enemy. She's gone. You can accidentally brutally slight or burn her. You can f accidentally feed her to fire. Mm -hmm. or, I mean, feed her to the uh, the uh, giant spiders. Uh, the, so she could fall off bunches of times. Right. So, and then sometimes she'll fall and you can get her. Mm -hmm. You could accidentally, violently, and brutally pick her up with your claws, and then she's done. Yeah. So, and, and then as soon as you do that, the game ends. The game's yeah, like, you screwed you. up, big boy. Yeah, it's there's over. no coming back because who's going to cast a spell? You're right. an idiot, dragon, basically what's saying. Uh, the game keeps track of two stats, your... Uh, your uh, life and your ability to shoot fire. I guess your fire breath capacity. Uh, the life is represented by like a beating heart. The uh, the fire capacity is like a, 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 blood like bag. a wine cup or something. Blood? No, it looks like a wine. It's like a, a blood bag, a like gob, an IV. Like a big goblet or something is what it looks like to me. I don't know. Look and at then, the top of that as, thing. As, as, it, as you use that, it, get the blood, the, the amount of fire goes, you know, takes away from what's in the goblet. And it's got this heart, the old heartbeat sound effect. And when the dragon is, when you fly too long, for example, or start taking too much damage, the heart starts beating real quick. And eventually, uh, your uh, your dragon can have a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah, and he just and he dies. He He's dies. Done. Uh, so what do you? What is the gameplay? Well, you get you 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 are the dragon. If you you know if you want to, you can fly around and you can go as fast as you want. This is fully horizontally yeah. scrolling left and right. Yeah, and yeah, that's right. There's no freedom of movement. Mm -hmm. It's like you can't go continuously up. But right. You can go left or right, like you said. You can also turn wherever you want. You can land and walk around. And sometimes if you're flying a lot, you've got to land. And you've got to rest. You got to recover your stamina. You know, but and also if you took a beating from the enemy, mm -hmm. you can you can land and kind of rest. So, what are the enemy? Well, there's quite a bunch of uh, of enemies in this. You've got just guys with spears and stuff down there that, that will attack you. You've also got I don't know what these things are like. Look at my balls of slime or mm -hmm. something. You've got giant bees. You've got uh, other. There's a two-headed dragon. Did you see that thing? Mm -hmm. That thing's cool. There are uh, giant spiders. Yeah, there's there's like uh, Loch Ness monster things yeah. coming up out of the water. And when you go across mm -hmm. the ocean, so the amazing thing about this is, is while all that's happening, uh, there's a scrolling multi-planar background. Mm -hmm. Right now, this may be more impressive than the dragon. It's close. What you've got is. You've effectively you've got parallax scrolling, and I mean I don't mean garbage scrolling. I mean top shelf yeah. scrolling. There are scenes where he goes through walls or or goes across like a, a, a like a, a a frontier point or fencing or something, and, and you see the whole background. I mean, it's it's the the perspective is dead on mm -hmm. perfect, isn't yeah. it, boat? Yeah. Um, while you're scrolling, there's there's uh, there are uh, there's terrain. The terrain changes. You've got volcanoes, trees, and stuff. Now I'll tell you when I played this the, the first couple of times I didn't exactly know what I was doing because I didn't no. read any docs do anything, mm -hmm. and so I got to uh, uh, I got to basically the castle, and then I just didn't know how to proceed. I know what to do because mm -hmm. I breathed on it nothing happened so I just flew around so I had to go and 
read up. You got to really give that door the business. I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, and we're actually that's what if you're watching the video version, that's what we're looking at now. You have to breathe a ton of fire on this on this door to get through. Uh, but once you get through, you can move on. Um, when your dragon is uh, running out of fire, what do you do? Well, you occasionally you'll come across these chicks that are staked to the ground, basically. Mm -hmm. Now, I had to read to find out these are witches. They're witches. And then you, you eat them. Yep. You walk up to them, and they disappear, and you go, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Don't actually do that, but in your mind, you go, ah, ah, ah. That's what I did. Yeah. It's also, it, yeah, it is. it gives you a good feeling. Mm -hmm. All, now, we, we've sort of touched this, but we didn't go into it. Your, your dragon has these big clawed feet as a dragon will. And you've got a bunch of goofs down at the bottom of the screen that will try to give you trouble. Yeah, they're firing arrows up at and you. Especially the knights that are on these horses. Mm -hmm. And so what's great to do is to come across with these guys. And if you if you put your feet in the right spot, the dragon will sort of automatically grab these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. And then they're bummed. Mm -hmm. Then you can fly to the top of the screen or do whatever you want, and you drop them mm -hmm. on the enemy like yeah, a bomb. Yeah. It's great. That's the best. It's bomb. a man bomb. That's what they it's call it. It's a man bomb. I just I thought that was awesome. Mm. I thought that, and I didn't expect it because the first time I did it was accidental. It's a it's a very it's a very kind of satisfying physics based way of going about things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one thing I wanted to mention since we were talking about this earlier, and I thought I told you to bring it up. This game reminds me so much of the movie, the animated movie Heavy Metal. Have you ever seen Heavy Metal? No, but I know of what you speak. It was a magazine, right? It was, and this is a movie that was made by those guys. It's all like kind of rock fantasy stuff. And there's an awesome scene of this hot chick that rides this thing around, and it was it's very very similar to this. Do you think that that was a direct uh, inspiration for this? You know, I, I, the timing probably would be there. I mean, but then again, the the hot chick on the dragon gimmick. Yeah, it's not like that's an original concept. Very true. Very true. But it, it, every time I was playing this, I was like, man, that that fits this to a T. That everything about it, uh, it, it reminded me of it. Uh, the game is not what I would call super complex is it i mean basically we've pretty much summed up what you do yeah you try to uh incinerate your enemies well you you don't even have to you can just fly over almost everything in a game mm -hmm. to be honest with you except for you know the other dragon that will come up with the bees you know or the spiders when you get in the spider cave uh you, you can uh um you could get past just a lot of stuff, but I mean that's not as much fun. No, I gotta ask you, did you actually complete the quest? No, no, I I, uh, I flew around for a long time and I had fun with different stuff, uh, but it, it, I just I, I wanted to see the end, so I jumped on YouTube and watched the yeah. playthrough. Yeah, I I I, I, I did beat it mm -hmm. for once. I actually beat something. And it was a lot of fun. Now, I, I watched uh, tutorials and stuff to figure out what I was doing. You know, we're watching this right now. Look at the moon on the water there. Yeah, there, the it's attention to detail yeah. that that uh, Richard put in this game was quite amazing. Uh, and it's a it's a tr of course this is the same guy that, that did the uh, Spree Turbo game we played uh, a, a while back, which also had a ridiculous amount of detail. Mm -hmm. This guy's detail oriented. Uh, from what I read, this was going to be the game that he left on uh, because he found the pressure. Of operating in the timetables and the and the uh, with the um, the fact that every game you put out had to be better than the last one, he found it uh, unnerving. Sure. And he was sure. and he just he got he got uh, uh, he got tired and 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 he couldn't sleep, you know. And so this was this was sort of his, the one that he planned on. It wasn't, of course, but he kept on trucking. But uh, this this game did, uh, you know. This game, maybe that's why it's so good. He put a lot of work into it. Do you have any criticisms of the game that you can think of? Now, I, I can think of a couple. Let's see what you got. Boy, it, it would be nice 
to, and I, maybe the, the documentation had this, but it, it would be nice to sort of have the concept of what you're supposed to be doing, like how the game is really a linear thing. You know, if you, I saw somebody had mapped it out where it's really like, it's like one continuous strip yeah. of, of land. And um, it would be nice to know that, yeah, your object is to get to the end of this this thing. Because when you are able to kind of free fly around, sometimes that uh, obfuscates the, 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 the what you're supposed to be doing. Um, I, I never really like games that show you graphical representations of things like health. Uh, and stamina, you know, I like to have a, a regular gauge or give me a number or something like that. Yeah. Um, I sometimes I would get flying so much and I wouldn't be looking down. Or yeah, I'd glance down at my heart and I'd be, I'd overheat, you know, and I'd die. Overheat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, but these are such small qualms. I mean, this game is is fantastic. I really thought it was great. Yeah, and we really kind of undersold the amount of the attacks. There's all kinds of animals. There's all, and there's stuff falls on mm -hmm. you. Know, it, it, he's yeah, like the another small complaint is like the rock sections. Yeah, they really make it so you can't avoid the rocks. I mean, you're basically just flying through that area as fast as possible, just trying to get through. The it. one thing about though is the way the system works is that you don't if you take your time, which is what I did, and you rest a lot, you you can get past. You know stuff. what this game reminded me of the most, and you may be surprised to hear this. What's that? Forbidden Forest. Why? On the C64. I love that game. Why, okay. why? Because you're 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 doing the same sorts of things in Forbidden Force. You're moving from in Forbidden Force, I think you're moving from right to left. In yeah. this game you move from left to right, but you're you know, as you move into each new zone, you're facing off against different types of enemies, you know, and you're 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 heading towards now. This is a much deeper game, in my opinion, um, because you have the aspect of rescuing the sorceress and doing the different things. But it was I, I liked it just as much as Forbidden Forest because it was like it was a level-based system, but it didn't stop between the levels. You just seamlessly move between them. Now, this game didn't have the rock and soundtrack of Forbidden Forest where your guys dance. How awesome would it be? The dragons dancing yeah. around when you beat one of the levels. It did have, you know, it did have some okay musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, yeah. But, uh, but anyway, that was the closest comparison I had. Have you ever played anything quite like this? Not really. I mean, really, it's unique. And like I said, that... The gameplay you don't uh, you don't have to go crazy. That in fact I, that's what I, I kind of like games where you kind of slow down yeah. a little bit. You know, yeah. that's, that's, which is why I played this so much. Boy, you couldn't you couldn't put a, a deeper chasm between this week's game on Amigos and uh, Ars Sinclair, huh? Never mind. I've got to mention this because it, it is an interesting tidbit that I um, miscued earlier. So this game has awesome box art. You may have heard this before. <laughs> the box art in this is a, uh, is uh, this chick and a dragon. It's really good. The guy that did it was named John Berkey. Uh, he, he was known for a bunch of stuff, but, uh, and including book covers and stuff. But one thing he did was a lot of movie posters, and, uh, including stuff like Star Wars, King Kong, and Star Trek The Motion Picture. It's a good lineage. He's a, yeah, he's a big-time uh, big artist, and he did the cool cover for this, which uh, completes the package. Uh, we should mention there are eight skill levels uh, on this, uh, and the uh, um, the joystick, everything for emulation purposes worked fine for me. I didn't have any trouble at all. I mean, the color clash is is there, but it's not. It only happens on occasion, you know, depending on what you're doing. And but otherwise, I mean, the still shots of this game probably look as good as any uh, Spectrum game can look. Yeah. Uh, the when you're, I will say the, the problems I had most were turning the dragon. As cool as it looks, it's slow. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you if you turn too quick, like I said, you'll dump that chick right off. But again, you know, they 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 made it 
quasi-realistic. If you're a huge, you know, 80-foot-long dragon, it's going to take you a second to turn yourself around. And if that maiden up behind you is on her, you take a sharp turn, she's going to fly right off your back. Trust me, I know. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing to that. But yeah, I'll, this one, of course, you know, Boss Man made this awesome shirt, which I love. Yeah. But when he when I got it, I as you'll recall, I was like, "What is this? Mm-hmm. It looked cool, dragon sounds good." But man, this can it get any? Can the graphics on the Specky get any better? I don't know if they can. This is right up there. I mean, the this top. is this has got to be the tippity top. This I'm telling you, the scrolling on this cannot be overemphasized how awesome it is. The dragon's detail and the fact that you land and fly at your leisure. Mm-hmm. Uh, would complete with animations for all that yeah. stuff. I mean, they could have made this an ultra lame, like side scrolling, forced scrolling, yeah. like dragon firing, like the dragon fire game that you or was it called Dragon Spirits? Yeah. Is that is that a is that a side scrolling? Yeah, I think it's a vert, vert shooter, okay. as I recall. Yeah. But they they could have taken the easy way out with Dragon Game, and they didn't. Well, and I'll tell you something else that just as if I was a, <coughs> if I was a kid in '86 and, and, and this had came along, I would have lost my mind. Because it's got that adventurous, uh, explorational aspect to it that appeals to, especially kids of the day where you weren't as used to it as you are now. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the same thing with the Esprit Turbo, where it, you, you're not used to having uh, ability to go where and do what you want. Yeah. That didn't exist, I mean, in all honesty. And so when you've got something like this, plus throw in the fact that you're a dragon, plus throw in the fact you got a hot chick riding you, plus throw in the fact that the graphics are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You got something there, Bob. Absolutely. And uh, I will say that we're not the only ones that think so. I did a little uh, looking around. And this game's pretty renowned. Uh, the people over at World of Spectrum gave this a 8.41, which is a really high score. Crash gave it a 93. Sinclair usually gave it a 4 out of 5. Uh, computer and video games gave it an 8 out of 10. It's considered one of the all-time great visual games on the, uh, on the, on the platform. And uh, I... I can't imagine what's going to come along. It's going to unseat this from the top. Yeah. Now, I mean, is it... The, if I guess the biggest complaint you would have is, does this have a lot of replay value? Eh. It depends on your mood, really. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm in the mood just to go mow down some losers, this, you know what this reminds me of in terms of uh, uh, the mood game was like a walker on the Amiga. I know you didn't like it, but when you're bored or you're grumpy from a day's work and you're like, you know, I want to blow away some geeks. Mm-hmm. Walker was very similar to this. You can just walk up to a bunch of jerks. Oh, look, they're throwing spears and crap. Die! And right. Just breathe the doom yeah, on them. I can great. see that totally. Or pick them up and just toss them. Mm-hmm. And you can use them in adventures. Ways. I'd carry a guy for a while, dump them in the water. It's funny. Dump, you know, dump them anywhere. It's good stuff. But uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> this, this game's going to be tough to knock out. Uh, I believe it or not, I found this on, I found one of these on eBay. Uh, one box cassette in Spain, of all places, thirty-three dollars and seventy-two cents U.S. dollars. Boatster is what you would give for that. So this must be uh, one that people are, are holding on to. Yeah, you know? well, I don't blame them. Yeah, uh, we did get some Discord community reviews. Uh, as always, if you support the show uh, on uh, Patreon, then you can uh, get access to our Amigos Discord server and you can post <laughs> reviews, just like D-Man did. Uh, D-Man said. Amazing graphics with the huge dragon sprite. I never was convinced there was much of a game in there, though. Graphics and atmosphere, 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Gameplay, 5 out of 10. Mm. Uh, Pixels of Dawn says, Amazing graphics, especially the three-dimensional landscape, like yes, you said. Yes, amazing. Gameplay is a little simple, and the sound is lacking even on the 128K version, but damn it, I get to be a dragon. 7.5 out yes, of 10. Yes, Bossman Harrington, weighed in. 
Haunting title music, and while not much in the way of sound, the heartbeat effect really heightens the tension. Some great graphical touches such as the parallax scrolling and the huge dragon sprite. It's a fun but short game where you can pick up rocks and people to drop onto unsuspecting victims, eat human sacrifices to replenish your fire breath, and you can even pluck knights right off their horses. Love it. A Spectrum classic. Yes. Chris Fold says, At 10 years old, I was the king of dragons. Now 33 years later, the king has tried it again. Amazing graphics and still good fun today to burn some village folk in a low-level flyby. With modern eyes, it would benefit from a more fleshed-out game, but for 86... A wowzer. Mm, yeah. 8 out of 10. And finally, Graham Vebke. He says, This game I had played previously on the C64, which featured Rob Hubbard music. Yeah, I've heard that. The yeah. best bit of that version. But the Spectrum version easily wins here. Better control and colorful graphics made by Durrell, a developer who has delivered cracking games like Saboteur and delivers here with this Green Dragon 2. Eight out of ten. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. everything he said there. It's, I, I didn't get to see the CCC4 version, but I heard this was the top of the heap. I just one. love like the the sort of pastel color of the castles and the villages in the background. I mean, it's if you look at the limited palette mm-hmm. and the limited resolution and the limited everything, he took those limits. I mean, we're watching video of this now. If you're watching our our video version, and we're watching animals jump around, they're scrolling in the background. There are mansions and and trees and stuff. Everything. It's just there's a lot going on. Plus, oh by the way, you're a huge dragon. When both dragons get on the screen, it just keeps on trucking. Yeah. Uh, it is truly astounding to me that you could take a limited amount of palette and stuff and turn some turn out something like this. Quite an amazing accomplishment by this fellow. Absolutely. I mean, very impressive. Absolutely. Well, um, you know, thanks everybody for, for listening. As always, I want to give a special thank you to all the fine folks in the chat. We record our Sinclair live every Friday, except when we don't, uh, like today, because Aaron's kids got a ball game tomorrow, so we had to record on Thursday. But uh, I want to thank Bossman Harrington here in the chat right now among us. Pishbot, the legend from Scotland. Pixels at Dawn, Michael Ryan, Free Lunch, Terry Howard, uh, Graham Vebke, Picard 2005. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us. We really appreciate you guys, especially you European fellows, uh, staying up late uh, to uh, to listen to the show. On a work day. On a work day. Mm, indeed, we appreciate it. Um, as always, if you'd like to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash Sinclair. And uh, I'd like to thank our fine supporters, Aaron. Eric Nelson, Harbo Knot, Ooh. Graham Vebke, Frodo NL, Tapes from the Crypt, Pixels at Dawn, Chris Folds, Bossman Harrington, and Christopher Hassel. Mm. Hasifa. A good group. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, Aaron, we're going to play, we're going to twist things around. We're going back to the world of isometric. Okay. And we're going to play the classic, yet I've still never played it, Head Over Heels. I've heard of this. Classic isometric puzzle game. All right, okay. We'll give it a whirl. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Until next week, rewind tape. And press play.